When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to the Behind the Steel Curtain Power Half Hour on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I'm Chris Pugh. Uh, Paul Yanchek has taken the week off, but I'm here with Joe Frost. Joe, how are you? Doing all right, man. Uh, I just had my birthday, so this is the greatest yeah, week ever. I had a, wow. We have, a, we have a, a W to celebrate, and uh, I celebrated it with some uh, strawberry cheesecake. For my birthday. What day was your birthday? Yesterday, actually. Tuesday. Oh, yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, very good. <laughs> and everyone else is listening, going, "Man, they don't know each other. They don't know when their birthdays are right." Oh, sorry, it happens. We hey, sometimes I forget what my own birthday is. <clears throat> okay. I mean, Me I'm, I'm trying to because the number is right. getting really high. I'm not happy with where that number is. There's nothing I can do about it to lower that number. I get frustrated because we've talked about Big Ben in the past. Is he too old or not? And look at his age. He's 39. And I'm like, oh, is he too old? And I'm 46. Why am I talking about if a 39-year-old's too old or not? Shame on me. No, it's worse when they're like 31. Like, oh, is he too old? Are you kidding me? Right. No, he's not too old for hardly anything. Remember the Except old days. for high school. Like he's too old for high school. 
Or remember the old days when we were seven or eight and our football heroes are 31. We're like, oh, that's my dad's age. And now we're like, oh, they're young. Those, those young whippersnappers oh, playing these, NFL football. These children, these uh, children are playing professional sports and earning way more money than I do. Well, usually um, we're in a bye week. And um, usually we take this time to viciously rip the city that the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing and their football team. But we got nobody to rip this week. So we're going to take a little bit more, I guess, less tongue-in-cheek. We're going to have fun doing it. Uh, we're taking a look at the five toughest games for the Steelers in the rest of the season. Um, I will say, and this is not going to be fun to talk about, but the Steelers have three, in my opinion, winnable games upcoming. And then the rest of the season becomes a murderous row of tough and that's not to say the Sewers can't win, but it's the schedule gets a lot tougher. So uh, we're going to be talking about that on uh, Joe. I, I oh. think I think in, in looking at those games, like some of them are are are, are coming <clears throat> up soon. So it that murderer's row is really the end of the season. It's just nasty looking. So we're 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 we've got a lot of. Uh, uh, a lot of rooting to do for our team in order <laughs> in order to help them get through Murderer's Row here. Yeah, because and we'll talk about this in a second. But there there is a couple winnable games, but then all oh, heck breaks loose you know, at the end of the season when you look at who they're playing. Um, Joe was good enough to put together a list, so we're going to share Joe's list with everyone, and we'll and talk then- about. Them. Then make me look ridiculous for <laughs> making that my list. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is Joe Frost's list, not my list. Yikes. Well, let's start. Now, Joe looked at the five remaining games. Because obviously, the Steelers have some upcoming games with divisional foes. And, you know, already I'm looking to say, man, there's some other tough games. And that's not a criticism of Joe's list. It's saying, holy cow, there's some really tough games coming up when uh, you know some of these tough games don't even make the top five but let's start with right. number- so, so in my thinking just before we get into this in my thinking like these are key games specifically for a a playoff bound Pittsburgh Steelers this season I think there's some games in the remaining schedule that uh, w- will be a struggle to get a win and I think it's our survivable as losses as long as these games go well. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. That's kind yeah. of my thinking there. Like, I think there's one or two games on there. It's like, ah, that's going to go bad. And uh, so, uh, but if these games all still go, these are key games right. that I, that if, if, if the Steelers come out with a victory, I think might still be in a good position. Well, and it's not criticism of you at all. It's more of a, the reality that we're, that, Sewers fans are facing saying our team is playing some well of tough games coming up. But right. let's first of all look at your number five, and uh, we're looking at December 19th game where the Tennessee Titans visit the Steelers. The Titans are currently four and two, um, coming off an impressive uh, Monday night football win over Buffalo. Um, what's your thoughts on this game? I think this is just going to be a real. That's going to be a slobber knocker right there. <laughs> There's, that is just going to be a slugfest between two really, really great teams. Uh, the the it, as it was in previous seasons, the the Titans' run game against the the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense 
was highlighted in this head-to-head matchup. Now, previously, the Steelers have been able to handle the Titans' run game. They really have. Uh, and in a, in ways that a lot of other teams in in the league can't have not been able to do, so I've I've got good hope for this matchup because because they've been able to handle Henry, um, and so I I think it's a key potential win for the Steelers in that remaining slate because the Titans are a playoff bound team that I think the Steelers do have a chance to have the right scheme in place to come away with a W. Thankfully it's a home game, but you know, Pittsburgh beat Tennessee I, in Tennessee last too. year. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Some of these tough um you know opponents that the Steelers are playing, yeah, you know, they've done pretty well against Derrick Henry. We're going to talk about the Ravens in a minute. Uh, they've done pretty well against Lamar Jackson in the past. Um, hopefully that trend would continue. I still see it as a winnable game. I think the Titans are really overhyped. I thought it was a good win that they had over the Bills. I don't look at them as invincible. Uh, everyone looked at Julio Jones to say, wow, Julio Jones is amazing. Julio Jones has had one good game. He's been hurt, and he hasn't played that well in the other games. So I don't look – I mean, it's going to be a difficult game. I think uh, the Sewers have got to play their best to have a chance. But it is a winnable game. I think really – and let me mention this as a quick overview. I think if the Sewers can play an efficient game on offense, they're not going to put up 50, 60 points in anymore. But if they can take care of the ball, don't turn it over, don't give up a billion sacks – they can win games. And if you look at the way they've won the three games of one this year, they've done that. Big mm-hmm. Ben hasn't had to throw the ball a ton. Uh, they've gotten the running game a little bit more on track. That's how they win. And, you know, that's how you don't have to be a team like Tennessee. And even uh, the much maligned uh, O-line, which has still struggled some in the past two games, have really held it together, and Ben hasn't ended up on his back very much uh, and had and had time to make the plays that Ben can make. Um, it's interesting. You've got a couple of opponents, obviously a couple of divisional opponents as soon as played twice uh, from now until the end of the year. Uh, one upcoming one, and you have this mentioned as a number four game, is actually the Steelers' first game after the bye, where October 31st, Halloween, man, Joe, it's going to be quite a day. Pittsburgh goes to Cleveland to play the Browns. Uh, right now it's a 1 p.m. game. I'm hearing that you possibly could see Tony Romo and uh, Jim Nance calling the action. Oh, boy, (laughs) from uh, Cleveland. Uh, What makes you look at that as number four? Well, I think it's really, really important for the the Steelers to handle business in the division uh, for for basically the rest of the season. Um, They just really need to handle their business. Uh, the Browns uh, really handled them last year, and it's going to be important, I think, right away on the 31st for the Steelers to get a, a win against the Browns, get the monkey off their back from the end of last season, prove that they're the team that can win, that can be on the track towards the playoffs. This is a momentum game, then that's why it's important to me not just beating Cleveland, but 
that first game after the bye, it'll put them over 500 and put them in a completely different conversation. Uh, the early part of the season, I think it was just such a difficult psychological hole to to pull out of when all of the conversation, how horrible the O-line is. Ben is washed up. Najee isn't getting the carries that he needs to get. Uh, everything is horrible, and maybe Pittsburgh should dive into the sea or whatever it is that all of the crazy people were talking about. Uh, I think that they've gotten some of that off their back, and the important momentum game is the 31st coming off the bye. A personal note, and we've said this each time we've gone behind the silk curtain, for love of all things holy, please beat the Browns this year. That, that's my personal message from Chris to the Steelers. And you know what? I'll tell you, Joe, if you look at this list just from a what's going to be the toughest games, you could, underline could, make the argument that maybe this October 31st shouldn't be on the top five. Um, the Browns are kind of a little bit of a disarray right now. Uh, they did not look good. Now, granted, Arizona, some people think it's the best team in the NFL right now. So Arizona's made six teams not look good, but they really made the Browns look bad. Uh, a lot of banged up Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield's not going to be playing. Um, he's got torn labrum. I mean, when you have a torn muscle, don't play football. You, you know, take a break. And, you know, <laughs> Baker is pushing himself. But, you know, you can make the argument. Uh, Case Keenum is a nice game manager. The Browns have more of a running game. Maybe the Browns look better with Case Keenum right now. Who knows? But I'm looking at that Browns-Sealers game. Already you're hearing, um, you know, they put put the backup running back. And um, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Sorry about that. Uh, They put the backup running back on IR. And they put their well-regarded rookie linebacker, uh, let's call him J.O.K., he's on injured reserve. And there's 20 other guys on injured reserve before the Browns play Denver. Now, some of these guys could be ready by Pittsburgh, most likely, but the Browns are a banged-up team. No way of knowing if Baker Mayfield's um, coming back or not. I think this is a winnable game by the Steelers. Now, the Steelers have got to be efficient on offense. They've got to look good on defense. But I think they can confuse, especially if it's Baker Mayfield out there playing against the Browns. So, yeah, the Browns are going to be tough games. They're a lot better uh, team machine than they've been in the past. But I think, especially when it comes October 31st, that's a game the Steelers could win. Um, speaking I, of Browns, I agree. I think, they, I think they can come out with a win, especially the situation they're in now. The Browns don't get the week off, but, but uh, Pittsburgh does. Um, <clears throat> so I think it's a winnable game, but it's – to me, it's important for the Steelers to come away with a win. Like if they, oh, if, of course. If, if, right. if they do that thing where they play down to competition and allow a backup to to sneak up on them, that's going to be a real difficult hole to get out of. And the Browns are still going to be a, a tough test. I mean, I, I think this game that and again we're taping this on Wednesday. Uh, this is slated to be released on Saturday, so the Browns game will be done by now because the Browns play the Broncos on. Uh, Thursday night, but look at that game. If the Browns look junky, if Denver beats the Browns, I mean, you know, you're looking at Browns in disarray. But but even if the Browns bounce back and beat Denver up by a lot, it's still going to be a, a tough Browns team that the Steelers are going to be playing. Mm-hmm. But it's a game they can win, as we talked about before. In terms of momentum, it would almost be nice if the Browns got a win against Denver 
they'll come into the game with Pittsburgh having, you know, a little bit of uh, a chip on their shoulder uh, that the, that Pittsburgh can take advantage of. Whereas if they came in off of a loss, they'll have something to prove. So, you know, well, you know, from I'd the way like to see them get the win at Denver, but from the way they looked against Arizona, I mean, it, yeah, it's they, not they even like, good. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a conference disarray. It's a, you know, you've got some injuries, I think it was foolishness for them to, you know, sit there and like, oh, it's the referees. Okay, there's rough calls in every NFL game. Uh, I mentioned this on Pittsburgh Sports Live on uh, Sunday night where they were freaking out about the questionable quality of the Seattle game. And I I pretty much bluntly said this. I said this after the uh, blown call on the blocked field goal against Green Bay, you know, from the Steelers. Yeah, we can gripe all day long about the bad refereeing, but until the NFL gives a care, Nothing's going to happen. And the NFL has proven they haven't really cared about bad refereeing because they haven't changed it at all. Mm-hmm. But I still think that the Browns lost by 23 points. Refereeing's not going to change it. If one no. call gets changed, no. it doesn't mind, matter. And, and I'd say the same thing about the Green Bay-Pittsburgh game. Yeah, it'd been neat if that call had been overturned and the Sears have had the touchdown. Sorry, they still lose that game. I think Green Bay still would have knocked off Pittsburgh even if that um, call was changed. All right, um, let's take a break uh, on the show um, from the Behind the Still Curtain Network. Hey, Steelers fans, welcome back to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour. Um, I'm Chris Pugh. Joe Frost is with me. And we're kind of going over the toughest games for the Steelers from now until the end of the regular season. Uh, we talked about the Titans game. It's coming up on December 19th. Uh, we talked um, about the October 31st game where the uh, Steelers go to Cleveland uh, to play the Browns. And Joe, I'm getting to number three. You got another Browns game on the list. Uh, you got a January third game, which is a Monday nighter. It's going to be back at Pittsburgh. Um, tell me about why you think this one be a tough one. Uh, it's a big showcase game. Uh, it's also the second to last uh, matchup of the of the season. It's another <coughs> Pittsburgh and Cleveland game, which I think is just. There are they are emotional games. The NFL has placed it specifically right at the end of the season because uh, the way that they expected uh, the the AFC North is going to come down to these last couple weeks. So putting the the Pittsburgh versus Cleveland game on January third is going to have implications for uh, who is at the top of the rankings for um, going into the playoffs. So I think it's it's going to be a key game. Uh, it's going to be the, late in the season. There's going to be a high likelihood of dealing with injuries or having to move some things around by then. Uh, it's hard to know exactly what all is going to go into that game. But even if something happens and either Pittsburgh or Cleveland were to fall off a cliff uh, and at that point, 
um, somebody has the division locked up, let's say, uh, it's still going to be a dogfight of a game uh, because somebody will want to play the spoiler. So I, I, I just feel like that's going to be that's going to be a slugfest of a game, no matter what happens. Because when the, when Cleveland and Pittsburgh get together, is it even really about the playoffs? Like at that point, they somebody just wants to beat up somebody. I just hope it's not for third legally and on the field. <laughs> I just really hope it's not for third place in the division. I don't mean to be a negative Nelly, but you know, uh, you know, we forget about the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals look good. I mean, I know the Steelers didn't play their best against the Bengals, but the Bengals look tough. Uh, Bengals had another big win. I know Detroit's not a good team, but they took care of Detroit pretty easily. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Bengals between now and that time. Could they be contained for a division? Who knows? Um, and let's move on to the number two toughest game that you have coming up because mm-hmm. it talks about the other team that I just mentioned, the Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, very interesting. Uh, you have that December 5th game. I believe that, that one's in Pittsburgh. Um, I'll tell you, the thing that's interesting to me about the Ravens is we looked as the season began. They lost their one of the top defenders, Marcus Pierce, the anchor of their secondary. And then they started losing running backs. J.K. Dobbins had a, a good start to his career. Um, you lost Gus Edwards. And you're losing everybody. And you're like, oh, my goodness, how can the Ravens uh, respond? And they've responded well. Um, they keep winning. Um, I know some of the games have been kind of fluky. Uh, think back to the Justin Tucker 66-yard field goal uh, right. to beat Dem- yeah. uh, not Denver, Detroit at the last second. But, hey, they're winning. And despite having that number one anchor running back, I mean, they're trotting out all these old-school guys like Devontae Freeman. You even saw Le'Veon Bell with a touchdown the other week. And, you know, Lamar Jackson's putting the burden on himself. Now, let's remember past years where Lamar looked great during the regular season, won the MVP, and then went out and laid an egg in the playoffs. So I wouldn't sure. be surprised if that happens again. But I'll be interested to see what happens. Um, you mentioned December 5th as the – uh, second toughest game. Uh, it's interesting. Pittsburgh always plays Lamar Jackson well. I mean, you know, no matter what. I mean, the Sooners got a legitimate chance in both these games. Right. I mean, I, 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 I have hope that things can go well. Uh, I, I kind of went back and forth as to whether the January third game with Cleveland was actually number two, and the and the Ravens game on the fifth being uh, number three. They kind of, I don't almost interchangeable for me, uh, because I think by December fifth again, uh, that the importance of that game is going to be setting the tone for the last month of the of the season. Um. So get, coming away, doing well in the December 5th game will be momentum that will carry them through the Browns game on the on the 3rd. If that makes sense, that's sort of why I, I went that direction. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Ravens have been banged up. Uh, they will continue to be. Uh, I think I, I did. I think I just read something again this week about another person. I think it was somebody on the defense who's going to be out. Uh, this week. Yeah. It, they're just constantly going to be dealing with that. So it really, in some ways, by the time we reach December 5th, I don't even know who all is going to be playing at that point. 
but uh, again, it's a divisional game. It's key for the Steelers climbing out of the basement right now uh, and trying to get their way back into the, the hunt for the, the division title. So I, I, that's why I have it where it is, and the Ravens are always a tough game. And you have as number one game, uh, Pittsburgh goes to Baltimore uh, to end the regular season January 9th. Because right I, now, don't, I don't have a whole lot of hope that the Steelers will have locked up the division at that point. So I just I, I, I think it's going to be a divisional, uh, a key divisional game for the last game of the season, which is always difficult to play that last game of the season. I think it's going to be emotional. I think it's going to be a challenge uh, no matter what, because it'll, it'll decide the fate of the season, I think. Yeah. And, you know, you, you hope it becomes a division title game once they get there. Um, I'm looking at this right now. It's a 1 p.m. Uh, Sunday afternoon game on CBS. Uh, but, you know, uh, NBC likes to flex those games. So mm-hmm. if this is definitely the playoff, I think it's. I think it since it could have playoff implications. That's that's a game that is ripe to be flexed to a to a night game. Yeah, so they could end up on a Monday night followed by a Sunday night game. And hey, I'm an old guy. I want to sleep. This is a good. You know, let's flex all our games at one p.m. Come on, you know, <laughs> makes it tough. <laughs> all right. Um. So I like the list. I don't have too many concerns, but. I got two games that you can make an argument for. So let me kind of, I don't know if we want to call these honorable mention or whatever. Let's quickly talk about these before we finish up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Cincinnati game. You know, I hate to say it. I, I love the time when the Steelers were always better than the Bengals, but the Bengals look tough. Uh, Bengals beat up on the Steelers pretty well. I know the Steelers weren't playing super well, but November 28th, um, you know, Sunday afternoon on CBS, Pittsburgh goes down the place and say, uh, you think they got a shot? I think they do. Uh, I think the changes that they're making uh, in their O-line, they've gotten the run game working. I think they were at their lowest point in figuring out how to use all of the parts that they had when they, when they went down to Cincinnati earlier in the, in the season. So I think playing them a second time, uh, gives gives Pittsburgh the opportunity to have fixed some of those problems and I they again it's an AFC North game they always play each other really tough so I, I just don't think they get handled the way that they did last time uh, I don't I don't but again I don't necessarily when I was picking those top five uh, I uh, kind of felt like even if Pittsburgh did lose a second game to uh, to the Bengals, uh, they would still be able to salvage the season if they if they nail the other five games. Yeah, and I'm looking. Uh, I guess the other um, game I would question from you uh, would be that Chiefs game. I know the Chiefs aren't the team that we thought they'd be at the beginning of the year. Right. I mean, we thought it was going to be this undefeated juggernaut to score 80 points right. a game. Uh, they're a little in disarray. They kind of ride the ship near the end to beat the Washington football team last week. But, man, they looked rough, and they got beat yeah. up pretty good at home against Buffalo. Um, what made you think that wasn't going to be on your top five? Well, I had two different thoughts on it, and they're completely divergent. So here we go. First off, uh, I had written off that game that we're going to lose that game. 
Like, so that's not even, <laughs> it wasn't even something for me to be concerned about uh initially looking at the whole season i don't know if we could go back to that the uh the thing that we did the predictions we did way back when but i i think we had all decided that that was just a game that we were going to lose uh as this the 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 city of pittsburgh all of our fans we might as well just go ahead and celebrate our christmas and don't worry about boxing day because that's not going to be a good day for a pittsburgh steeler fan so initially i felt like that was just an L we were going to take. It's going to be a tough game. We're going to get beat up. Uh, uh, there it is. But the secondary thought was completely opposite that. They're such a mess right now. Is that the game that we need to be worried about? Like, I, 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 it won't matter how if the, if the if the Chiefs that have been playing so far show up to that game on December 26th, uh, it's, I don't, I don't, they won't be something that we'll need to worry about at that point. Uh, I believe they're going to write the ship. That's what, that's why seasons are long. Um, the first part of the season, that's what, that's the hope we hold on to as Pittsburgh Steelers fans. We're not going to be held to the, the, the measure that we've already shown. Uh, it isn't just automatically a 500 season. We have to play the rest of the season. I think Kansas city is going to pull it back together but right now they're just they're not looking good. So do we do we rank that as a, a difficult game coming up? Uh, they've just been a mess. Well, and here's another thing that just to kind of give more evidence about the tough schedule the Steelers have. Um, Chargers looked kind of impressive in beating the Browns, but then the Chargers got their heads kicked in last Sunday against the Ravens. But you know, in a couple of weeks they go out to L.A. on a Sunday night to face the Chargers. So, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, yeah, I'm feeling better about the Steelers this week. They won two games in a row. They're three and three. It's a whole heck of a lot better than when they were one and three. Uh, but my goodness, um, analyzing the schedule, they've got a potential winnable game against the Browns in two weeks. They host the Bears and the Lions, which I think both of those are winnable games. Mm-hmm. So if things go the right way, they're six and three, which was unthinkable after the first four games of the year. Exactly. But my goodness, after that, holy cow, they go to LA, they go to Cincinnati, they host Baltimore. Uh, we didn't talk about going out to Minnesota. And I don't think Minnesota's a great team this year, but that could be tricky. That's a Thursday night game. National TV in Minnesota. Um, again, you would think Petra wins that, but that's not going to be the easiest game in the world. Then they come no, back because it's only a couple of days after the Ravens game. That's where right. playing the Ravens is scary. That you only have a couple of days to recover and start playing the Vikings, and so right. that that could really be uh, sticky. <laughs> if that Minnesota. wasn't tough enough, you know, we get back to that game you talked about. They're at home against Pittsburgh. Then they go play the Chiefs. The Titans, yeah. Then the then in Kansas City. Yeah. Merry then, Christmas. Right. And then they uh, host Cleveland, and then they go to Baltimore. I mean, it's a murder's row schedule-wise. So even if the Steelers end up playing better, they could be a seven, six, seven, eight win team just based on all the schedule they got to play. So it's, man, it, it's not going to be easy road for the Steelers upcoming. Nope. Not it's a game, and uh, that's why you play the game. Well, and I really look at that, and I mentioned this on the other podcast that did Sunday night. 
they beat Buffalo. And I know the joke was, oh, it was a fluke. How could they beat Buffalo? They beat Buffalo. They beat a good Buffalo team because their defense played great and their offense didn't make a ton of silly mistakes. If they can do that, Joe, they could be a team in the league. Now, can they win True. You're, the you're five right. or because that same fluke mentality is not being applied to the fact that it took a 66-yard field goal for, for Baltimore to beat Detroit. Right. It's Detroit, and it took a 66-yard field goal. But I think the hard thing about it, and I'm not even just talking about Baltimore. Right. You're going to have to put four or five of those wins together if you're going to you know, be a Super Bowl team. Um, so, you know. Hey, but we're along for the ride. I, I hope for the best. I'm just saying, man, do a little bit of analysis on the rest of the schedule. Uh, it, it's going to be some tough sledding, but these are games that Pittsburgh could potentially win. So, Absolutely. all right. Well, thanks again for checking out um, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com's Pittsburgh Steeler pa- Power Half Hour with me, Chris Pugh, and uh, Joe Frost. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, be sure to check out the rest of the podcasts on network and the daily coverage of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thanks again. We'll be back next week, and I got to preview it. Uh, we're Northeast Ohio natives. We're looking forward to ripping the city of Cleveland the Browns. It should be a special show. Please come back next week. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great day, everybody. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.